kicked off a brand new series uh, like two weeks ago about the prodigal son. Uh, I heard many messages about the prodigal son. I think, I don't know how many times I read that story. And really in preparation, God gave me a new revelation for me about that topic. And I want to share tonight also for me a brand new uh, revelation. The title is, How Can We Become Confident? I believe God wants to make us confident. There's a confident spirit in us. And I would love to share you a story what I do every Sunday. When I usually uh, finish my message, usually I go in off stage or to the yeah, off stage. And last Sunday, I went to the off stage. And always before I leave the stage, I always asking the Holy Spirit. So I preached the message. I shared everything what I felt. It's on your heart. Is there anything I missed, or is there anything you want to add, or is there anything you want to prophesy or heal a person? And it was like 11.30 celebration. I, I, it was like God showed me a, a, a story of my own life, and I had no clue why in the world God is showing me my own story. I want to share this story with you because there's a point in that story. When I was super young, um, I had to repeat kindergarten. Is there anyone in this building you have to repeat kindergarten? Hands up. Thank you so much. I mean, kindergarten is pretty easy. I, I have no clue how in the world can you repeat kindergarten. But I have to repeat kindergarten. And then uh, when, when I went to the first school, I had to repeat the first school again. Kindergarten repeating and then the first school repeating again. Is there anyone you have to repeat kindergarten and then first school again? Hands up. You see, I'm always the only one. And I had no clue why in the world I'm going to those things. And it came the moment when I get the first school certificate. And I came home and my grades were not so good. I mean, they were super low. I mean, really low. And I came home and I was super afraid to show my parents the certificate. And then I said to mom, mom, my grades are not good. And then my mom, she did something I, I have never forgot to my whole entire life. She embraced me and she said to me, Leo, there, there are things that are more important in life than grades. And then she said, you belong to a loving family and we love you and we are so happy to have you. That's the most important thing. And this was like a word of affirmation. And the word of affirmation from a mom, from a dad, from God Almighty in a season where you're not doing so well. It's so very important. And after that, I, I said to myself, I'm stop learning from now on. Because it doesn't matter. I'm loved. And let's go into the story of the prodigal son because he faced the same moment when father, his own father, embraced his own son. And with the words affirmation, he changed his confidence that the prodigal son, he knew, I am still his son. Here is the story. Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer fit to call your son. Please, uh, bring some new clothes for him. And we need a, a finger for his, we need a ring for his finger, I mean, and, and we need new sandals for his shoes. Because my son was dead. But now he's alive again. Where's the man? 
Here, new clothes. Please put this on. My son here was lost, but now he's found. Where are the new shoes? There they are. Perfect. Please, put them on. Put them on, son. Come on. I can't. I can't. You can't? Or you just don't want to? Son, all my belongings are your belongings. You were. You are. And you will always be my son. You understand that? Always. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it anymore. I, I... That's not the point. That's not the point, please. Please. I love you, son. I love you, you son. You understand? You will always be my son. Now put these sandals on. I, I beg you. Come on. You can do it. <laughs> yes, please. Yes, yes. Now, now you're ready. I love you, son. <laughs> I love you, son. In that story, the Father is representing God Almighty, and He gave word of formation to His own Son. The rope means, I am justice, I am forgiven, all the sins are forgiven. The ring meant, I give you back the authority, you are able to sign some contracts. And the shoes was actually a symbol of, you are my son, you belong to my family. Whatever happened, whatever will happen, nothing can separate you and me from the love from my own family. This is the message that the Father of God always gives some words of affirmation. Let's give our team a big uh, hand. Thank you so much for doing this week after week. Hey, that's, that's the story of, of the prodigal son, and, and tonight I would love to speak about the shoes. I mean, we are living in a culture, everyone has some shoes, maybe 20 shoes or 15 shoes at home. But in the ancient time, shoes had an amazing deep meaning. If you want to understand what is the meaning that the father uh, put on the shoes, we have to understand what is the meaning of taking off shoes. And tonight I have two points, usually I'm coming up with three points, but tonight I only have two points. The point number one is taking off your shoes. It's the message I giving up my own rights. To understand why the father put on his shoes, we have to understand taking off shoes means I giving up my own rights. I'm gonna read you three Bible scripts to you guys and we're gonna to learn tonight a lot of things. Let's go to the first Bible verse in Ruth chapter four, verse seven. Now in those days it was the custom in Israel for anyone transferring a right of purchase to remove his sandal or the shoes. You remove the sandals and hand it to the other party. This publicity validated the transaction. This is very, very simple. Uh, 
put a taking off the shoes means that's a win-win situation. That's not a big deal. I want to sell something and I give it to you. You win and I win both in the end have won. Easy, right? Are you ready? But let's go a little bit deeper. But what if God is challenging you and me right now, giving up your rights? Have you ever had this moment where God comes in a worship time to a person and says, leave your nation, leave your family, quit your job and move to China and being a missionary? You say, oh, hallelujah, God, this is what's expecting right now. Sometimes God is pushing you and me to giving up our rights, going to places, stop doing things you have a passion for, and that's a total different level. Taking off your shoes or taking off the shoes means I giving up my rights, my dreams, and my longings, and I trust that God is in the better position. Taking off the shoes is a symbol in the Old Testament, not my will, not my kingdom. It's your kingdom, it's your will, it's your ideas, and it's your plan. And let's go in a crazy story I've never read before. Are you ready? Here is the setting before I read the Bible uh, scripts to you guys. <laughs> like your brother, like for example, is married and he's dying, he's dead. And now there's a widow. And in the Old Testament, if there's a widow, I'm as a brother, are in the position to marry her. Okay, let's go into the text, amazing text. However, if a man doesn't want to marry his brother's wife, she will go to the elders at the town gate and say, my husband's brother refuses to carry on his brother's name in Israel. He will not fulfill the duty of a brother-in-law to me. He's saying, I don't want to marry her. She is ugly. She is mean. I'm not fall in love with her. Do you understand the story? He's saying, I don't want to give up my rights. She is, oh my gosh, she's like a donkey. I don't want to have her. Find someone else, but of me. That goes on, this Bible verse. Then the elder of this town shall summon to him and talk to him. If he persists in saying, I don't want to marry her, they will say, come on, give me a break. Be a man, do the right thing. Just marry her. Love cannot hurt. But he is saying, I don't like her. I don't want her. That's why my brother married her. It was not my decision. And she thinks, ah, there is a reason why I married not you, but your brother. There's an amazing tension in that Bible verse. Giving up the rights to choose has in that story a meaning. And God is using that text in the Old Testament to teach you and me there are moments in our lives where the kingdom of God is first. It's not my agenda, my plans, and my ideas. Let's move on in the text. His brother's wife shall go up to him in the presence of the elders. Take off one of his sandals. You're taking off the shoes, the sandals, and now check this out. And spit in his face. Oh la la, this is very friendly. 
This is what is done to the man who will not build up his brother's family line. Taking off the shoes means you are not in the position to giving up your rights. You are stubborn. You're going for your own agenda, your own ideas, your own plans. You're not willing to submit under God's kingdom. Then she's it. That's not friendly. Very humiliating, right? And check out from that moment on, if guy is not willing giving up his own agenda, becomes a new name. Here is the new name. And the man's line shall be known in Israel as the family of the unsandled. The family of the unsandled. Can you imagine you walking around with no shoes and you want to buy a house? They'll say, oh, no shoes. You are stubborn. You're not willing to submit. You're giving up your ideas and plans. If you don't understand that Bible text, you don't understand the meaning when the father put on the shoe to his own son. The meaning is you gave up your rights and I want to give you back your own rights. Hey, there's, there's sometimes a moment in our lives when God is challenging us to giving up our own ideas, our own dreams. Many years ago when God came to me and said, Leo, it's time to give up your job. Become a pastor. Lead a church. Serve the people. I was like, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Say, why me? There are hundreds of people, they want to do that job. Have you ever had this moment when God challenged you to give up something? That's not always easy. It comes the question, do I really believe that God's kingdom comes first? Or do I want to do my own will? You see the same thing in the life of Joseph. Joseph had the job to conquer the land. And he was walking in Jericho. And all of a sudden, he saw an angel with a big, big sword. Now when Joseph was near to Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawing sword in his hand. Joseph went up to him and asked, are you for us or for our enemies? Neither, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. Then Joseph fell face down to the ground in reverence and asked him, What message does my Lord have for his servant? Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy. Taking off the sandals means, Joseph, are you ready to give up your own strategy how to conquer Jericho? Are you ready to give up your own power and energies and abilities? Are you really in the position to trust me more than anything else? Taking off the shoes was a message. God asked Moses the same thing. He asked Joshua. He asked so many people in the Old Testament. Taking off the shoes means I giving up my own agenda. Not my will shall be done, but your wills shall be done.
Understanding the power that the Father gave His Son new shoes, you have to understand the power of giving up rights. Otherwise, what doesn't make sense in the New Testament? Hey, the, Joseph was asking the, the, the angel, are you for us or are you for your, our enemies? Have you, have you ever watched soccer? You have two soccer teams and in both soccer teams are Christian. Tonight plays FC Bayern Munich. In that teams are some Christians. And before the game starts, they're going on their knees and they're praying to God that FC Bayern Munich will win. If you're for Bayern Munich, no big deal. Then tonight in the, in the team of Paris Saint-Germain, you have also some Brazilian players. They're believing in Jesus Christ too. Neymar will go on their knees and pray for a win. And now comes my question, what should God do? Are you for Bayern Munich or for Paris Saint-Germain? Have you ever thought about how does God handle these situations? I always say to people, in sport you cannot pray. That's not fair. But here it's the point. Are you for Bayern or Paris Saint-Germain? It's the same question. Those that are born again, they know God is always for Bayern Munich. Now just kidding. Here is... The quote, if you want to have God on your side, get on God's side. If you want to have God on your side, get on God's side. God is not taking off his shoes for you. You take off your shoes for him. And that's why God is never for a party. He is always for those people that are joining God's side. Taking off your shoes means I give up your rights. That always leads to the second point. There comes always a moment when God is saying to you and me, now it's time to put on your shoes. And you take your rights, what you have to be a son and a daughter of God. Here is the point. Around 20 years ago, I will never forget that moment, I was traveling in Europe as a youth evangelist. I preached all over in Europe. And there came a moment when in the worship time, God spoke to me and said, give up your preaching rights. Just plant this ICF church here. Commit your whole energy, your whole life into this that church. When this church is growing over 1,000 people, then you are able to, to travel again. That's why I said to everyone, invite as much friends as you can. We have to reach the 1,000 as soon as possible. That's why our church grew very fast, because I want to travel again. When we reached the 1,000 people, still I had no go from God. And, and years later, I felt also again in the praise and worship time that God said to me, you took off your shoes many years ago. You gave up your passion, your rights to travel. Now it's time to put on your shoes. And when God is saying put on your shoes, the shoes are always bigger than the shoes you gave up. The shoes that God puts on, it's always bigger than the shoes you gave up. Because now in our days, before Corona, I traveled around the world and I preached around the world. Not Europe anymore, it's the whole world. That's a praise report. If you're giving up your rights, God promotes you always for something bigger and something better. That's amazing good news, right? God said to Joseph, put on your shoes. 
God said to Moses, put on your shoes. Three things are happening when you put on your shoes. Point number one is when you put on your shoes, God gives you the right to be his child. If you are God's child, that means we received freedom, we received forgiveness, and all of a sudden there's something in us. We want to share the good news to everyone. Here is a story of Tom Harp, a farmer guy from our church, how he shared the news to his neighbors. So this is how I use my shoes that, the, that my father gives me. So it was a couple of weeks ago, I was working on my dairy farm back home. I was cleaning up the farm and back in my backyard, there goes a street and two ladies walking down with their strollers with their kids. One lady I knew back from school times and the other lady I didn't know. And at that time where I was cleaning, the Holy Spirit was talking to my heart and said, this lady that you don't know, she's battling with severe migraines and please go out, talk to them and pray for her. I wanna heal her today. So as you can think, it was a hard thing for me, but I took courage, went out, started a conversation and told them, it sounds probably a bit weird, but sometimes God speaks to my heart. Uh, could it be that you're battling with migraines? And she's like, what? How did you know that? Since one year I am struggling with migraines and I went from doctor to doctor and no cure is in view. So uh, that's crazy that you, that you know that. And I said, well, Jesus knows you. And we just prayed in the name of Jesus and she just felt a warmth come on her and I could share the gospel with them and they walked off. And about three and a half weeks later, this lady that I knew came back and told me from her friend, I have to tell you, Dominic, Good news, since that day that you prayed, all symptoms of migraines left, and we wanna just give all the glory to Jesus. Thank you so much. So that's a fantastic testimony how God wants to use you and me by giving us these shoes and bringing people into freedom. So come on, church. Woo! Uh, if we take off our shoes, our own rights, our own power, then God always gives us new shoes that are bigger than better than stronger because we belong to the family of God. We are children of the Most High God and in us there is healing power. When we pray for people, things are changing in the unseen and unseen world. The second shoes that God puts us on is to share the gospel. The Bible says we should put on the armor of God and the shoes representing we are sons and daughters to share the good news to the people they don't know God yet. And here's the story of Michelle. She's one of our interns of ICF Zurich. And let's give Michelle from Germany the biggest shot of applause. Come on, Michelle. That's your station. Yeah, I asked myself a long time, how can I walk in those shoes of readiness to spread the gospel, to spread the good news of hope. And I thought, hey, we're all on social media nowadays. Everyone is on social media. We're generation online. And why not also evangelize online? So I started to post on Instagram under my, under my pictures, stories, what I experienced with Jesus, Bible verses, and I just encourage people. Now, two months ago, I started with TikTok. And I, at first I, I was like, okay, 
it's a really good idea. But a couple of weeks ago, a person followed me on Instagram. And I, I was able, able to know, and she, this person told me that she received hope again in God because of one of my videos on TikTok. And that's why I'm doing this. Now I can FaceTime with her and talk with her, pray with her and just tell her that she's worthy. And that's, that's good. And I also want to tell you that you have the same shoes. You just have to put them on. God gave you those shoes. You have to put them shoes on and walk and spread the gospel. And it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what story you, you have. Just spread it in your own way. It doesn't matter if you only reach one person because it's not always about a crowd. Sometimes it's just about a one person because also Jesus left the 99 to rescue the one. Come on. If you take off your shoes, you're giving up your rights. That means not on my agenda anymore. Not my will shall be done. So thy will shall be done. What you have planned in, on, in heaven shall come on earth. That means we're becoming really the best messenger for God. Can you imagine when the father gave, put on the shoes to his son? This was the meaning. You are forgiven. You belong to the, my family. When you are forgiven... When God has set you free, it's impossible. You, you position yourself say, oh, that's privacy. It's my story. I don't share that story. That's mean. You cannot keep that story for yourself. If God cured you from a disease and another person has the same disease, you say, oh, that's not my problem. It's my own story. That's rude, right? Because God has given us the shoes in his family to spread the gospel, the good news. We're going out wherever you are, with TikTok, with Instagram, with on the street, whatever, to share the good news with Jesus Christ, with other people. That's the shoes. We're giving up our rights, taking on the shoes to be a messenger of God Almighty. The third thing we can learn with the shoes, you find the shoes always in the New Testament, is you receive God's right to rule over situations. In Luke chapter 10, verse 19, I have given you authority to tremble on snake and scorpions. And you don't tremble on scorpions and demons barefoot. You tremble on them with shoes. Without the shoes to being a son and daughter of the most holy God, the demons, they will laugh at you. You are a joke. But with the shoes and sandals to being a king of God, you have the authority to rule over situations. There's power in the shoes. There's power to belong to the family of God. And here is another story of Tom Fontaine, a very tall guy in our church, and how he learned to overcome situations and share the gospel to so many people. Here's an amazing story too. Ciao, ich bin Dominik. Vor einem Jahr ist bei uns im Geschäft überhaupt nicht gut gegangen. 
Ähm, und dann haben wir Firmen angeschrieben und eine Firma, die geantwortet hat, war ein Vice President von dieser Firma da. Ähm, und hat mich eingeladen für einen Termin. Mega nervös bin ich schon Wochen vorher. Denn in der Woche vorher bin ich am Morgen wie immer am Bibellesen und Bett und ich habe das Gefühl, dass Jesus sagt mir, Dominik, lauf siebenmal um das Gebäude herum, bevor du gehst. Das ist crazy, das macht kein normaler Mensch. Ähm, und man kommt, kommt all die Fragen, oder? ist wirklich Jesus Was ist, wenn die mich sehen, oder? Das ist ein riesiges Gebäude da in der Stadt in Deutschland, wo ich bin. Ähm, was ist, wenn die mich unten sehen, rundum laufen? Da hat man nicht genug ähm, Ich habe es aber der Small Group erzählt. Und wenn du etwas zu Small Group erzählst, dann äh, musst du es auch machen. Du machst es nicht für Jesus, sondern für die Small Group. Das habe ich auch so gemacht. Ich bin auf das Deutschland geflogen. Ähm, zum guten Glück zu konnte ich schirren, dass man mich nicht sieht vor dem Gebäude. Ich bin sieben Mal drum herumgelaufen. Ähm, und am Schluss gab es nicht die Mauern dieser Firma abgebracht, sondern es haben meine Mauern zum Zusammengehen gebracht. Ich bin dort rein und ich konnte anderthalb Stunden mit dem Typ können, dem Vice President können über Jesus reden und die Hoffnung, die er in meinem Leben ist. Und da merke ich, Autorität kommt, sobald ich das tue, was ich höre. Oftmals bin ich in Versuchung. Wenn ich etwas Gefühl habe, ich höre etwas wie es, was soll etwas sehen, etwas machen, dann ich, ja, ich mache es immer nicht, weil vielleicht ist es ja gar nicht Jesus. Oder? Und ich probiere immer mehr zu sagen, hey, Jesus ist es. Was ist, wenn es tatsächlich ist? Also ich mache es einfach mal. Auch hart keine Bein, oder wie schlimm. Dann auch Gestern zum Beispiel, als ich ein Taxifahrer noch ins Büro eingeladen habe, zu einem Kaffee, ähm, oder einen Kunden, den ich am Tisch im Restaurant mal geschüttet habe, gesagt habe, hey, Dude, du brauchst Jesus, dass sich etwas verändert. Genau, Autorität kommt durchs Machen und Tun. Von dem, was wir an der Mainz gehört. Ciao, Jesus. Hey, I love those stories. They're stories from people from our church. That's not stories of heroes. I mean, everyone is a hero, but just, you know, you know what I'm talking about. They are just simple stories from people from our church. They're loving Christ. They are challenged by God week after week. And to understand when the father put off the shoes of his son, the message is first you take off your own shoes. We're giving up our rights, our own agenda. If we do that, then God puts us on new shoes to being a son and a daughter of the Most High God. We have authority over demons with those shoes. We have authority with those shoes to share the gospel to our friends, to our neighbors. And we have the power with those shoes to bring freedom in terms of healing prayer, the people receiving healing and, and forgiveness of God Almighty. Hey, I heard that message 100 times about the shoes, but I never heard the message about the link, what she's representing actually in the Old Testament. Hey church, I would love to do something tonight and I've never done it before. In the next minutes, I want to pray with you guys and I want to ask you in the building or you're watching online, I will ask you in a minute just to take off your shoes. Have you ever done that before? Maybe you say, oh, Pastor, you have very complex shoes. That's why I give you a minute. If you say my shoes are smelling, that's good news. Just take on the mask, the Corona mask. <laughs> 
That's the good news about Corona. Then please take off the mask, then you don't smell it. But I really believe when I prepared the message, God really gave, gave that message to my heart. He said, if you do that as a whole entire church, I think signs and miracles will take place. If we give up our rights, our agenda, then God will put on new shoes of being a son and a daughter of the Most High God. I want to give you a minute just to reflect the message. Then in a minute, I will ask you if you want, I don't want to push anyone, but if you want, you can put on, I take off your shoes and then I pray with you guys as a statement, we're giving up our rights. And then we ask God the Father to put on new shoes, bigger shoes with authority. And we will walk out from that building or online being stronger in the Lord than before. Just a minute, reflect on the message and then I will come back and ask you to act according your faith. church now I want to ask you if this is on your heart don't feel pushed you can sit it's maybe easier to take off your shoes while you're sitting it's much easier if you just want to do this just take off your shoes both it's not a big deal and that's actually a sign in the Old Testament I give up I give up my rights Maybe it's time for you to give up the right of your finances. Maybe giving up the right of your sexuality. There can be also some small things in your life. You're still not doing what is on the heart of God. And, and, uh, or it can be like, God, I surrender everything right now. I take off my shoes. Because this is holy ground. You challenge Joshua, you challenge Moses, and you ask them to give up their own agenda. And that's always a holy moment. I had that moment some month ago when Corona set in and all my flights and travelings and preaching and teachings around the globe were cancelled immediately. And I was really frustrated because there were so many places I, I was I longed to go there because places I have never been before, places I had so much joy and I was so happy to go there. And I had this moment a month ago, I put off my shoes, I took off my shoes. I said, God, I, I, I surrender. I, I'm, not, I'm not a victim of this coronavirus. You have given me a victorious spirit. And even though if I have to stay home years after years again, I will be your best servant. 
right now while you have took off your shoes I want to I want to ask you wherever you are can you pray your own prayer to God your commitment what it means to you what it means to you to take off your own right your own agenda your own plans let's pray to God wherever you are because you have your own story while we are in that position of giving up our rights God reminded me about a story happened many many years ago in our church there was a guy he came Sunday after Sunday but he was never in the mood to receive Jesus Christ to hand over his life to Christ and I asked him one evening why in the flipping world you are not in the mood to give your life to Christ and he said if I hand over my life to Jesus Christ then he will be my Lord over every area I said what, what what's the problem he said yeah in terms of sexuality in terms of girlfriends I'm not willing to make Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior and he was not willing to take off his shoes in that area and I said let this be honest have all the girlfriends satisfied you he said no so why why in the world you're not giving God the chance for one month that he is the best relationship builder and he gave over the sexuality to God from one month in that one month he received forgiveness he felt like he felt in love with a new girl she was a Christian and for the very first time he said I never had this intimacy relationship 
with her without sexuality. And after one month, he gave his life to Jesus Christ. But sometimes when he say, take off your shoes, it can be that in one area, you don't make Jesus Christ your Lord and your Savior. You're not willing that he redeems certain things. That's why taking off your shoes is a statement, God, here am I. I surrender every area because you are my God. Take a moment where the father put on the shoe, shoes to his own son. Can you just put on your shoes right now? It's a symbol that your father God is putting on your shoes right now. The shoes of to being a son and a daughter of God's family. You belong, you are to the family of God. If those boots and shoes, we can stand on scorpions and demons. With those shoes, we are able to share the good news from our Father God who is gracious to us. Can we stand for a moment? And I would love to invite the Holy Spirit. He's here already. But I want to ask you that, that He gives you a word. We need a word in season because when God said to Moses, get up, God get a, a, a stuff in His hand. When God says to Joseph, get up, God said, walk seven times around Jericho. God gave a strategy to Joshua, just walking around. 
he gave Moses a stick. And God will give you maybe one word, one idea, what those shoes meant to you right now. That's why I would love to ask the Holy Spirit because for everyone and each of one, those shoes representing something else, your story, your anointing, your calling, God calls you. Holy Spirit, it's a very important moment for me and the kingdom of God. I took off my shoes as a statement, I give up my rights. I can be, I can be your son. I messed up all. And then you, Father God, is putting on new shoes on my feet. Is there any word, any meaning what those shoes mean for me? But those shoes representing what kind of a calling? Speak to me, Holy Spirit. I'm your servant. Speak to me. I listen. I hear. get a vision to lead the people of God out of Egypt two million God spoke to Joshua walk seven times around the walls in the seven times seven time and then you will blow the trumpets and then the walls will fall down that's how you conquer a city both things are a strategy from God both strategies if you tell this to a coach to a manager they will say it's impossible when God puts on shoes they're always so big and you will use the word this is impossible if it's impossible then you know this word is from God I cannot do without him he has to empower me. He has to equip me. He has to anoint me. He has to conquer all those things. God, here I am. Use me. Use me, 